Welcome everyone to the first ever episode of the Starving Actors Podcast. I'm your host, Ethan, and today I have with me your co-hosts, uh, Maverick and Elijah. So go ahead and uh, introduce yourself over there, Maverick. Uh, I'm the better one. Wait, I gotta fix my hair real quick. Alright, very interesting. How about you, Elijah? Alright, uh, it is me. Um, I'm the stereotype. <laughs> The ginger stereotype. He's a ginger. I'm, I'm the stereotype for this episode and probably all episodes. <laughs> yeah. So, so, we all... This is our first ever time podcasting. Um, therefore, he doesn't know and he doesn't have an idea. Well, I, had, I wrote down some ideas. I wrote down some. Whatever you just did, it made your mic so much better. Uh, the main idea i thought we just discuss is just doing we're talking about coming this name of the episode is coming out as a theater kid and Mm. basically how we're gonna each just talk about like you know why we do theater and what the you know how we all met and just things of that nature so so while y'all are uh thinking of your um your response quit clapping stop (laughs) So while y'all are thinking of um your um like your story or whatever, I'm gonna go ahead and tell the audience mine. So I started doing a uh, theater in middle school, and it was actually during my second play that I met Elijah over here, and it was sometime after my like tenth is when I met Maverick. That's me. Uh. Uh, Elijah and I knew each other, but we didn't really like just like start actively hanging out till way later on, like during COVID and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And I didn't meet Maverick until after COVID. So, yeah, that's the story. Can... That's basically how we met. And we all we all do theater actively in West Virginia. I've recently graduated, and Maverick and Elijah here are actually currently in Aladdin down at the Children's Theater of Charleston. Which you should go see, definitely. If you're in the the area. (laughs) Yes, I am the Sultan, and Maverick is Razul, the spooky, scary guard captain. Yeah, who is Razul? I don't remember that in the movie. He's not in the movie. The main guard. He's like the the main guard, yeah. He's like the guard that says everything. Like, you know, the one who's like, he's got a sword. We all have swords. That line's not in it. (laughs) That would, that would be awesome. That, oh, man, yeah. you gotta convince Ariana to, like, add that in. <laughs> I don't Maybe. think that's legal. Uh, Abu's not in it, so Abu can't grab the sword. Yeah. Yeah, and Iago, I think in this one, he's just a dude. He's not a parrot, he's just a dude. Oh, what? yeah. yeah. Wait, no, 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 no. I don't think he is, right? I don't think know, he's still a parrot. I don't know. I may be wrong. Are they going to put him in a parrot costume? I hope so. Probably. Normally, I'd be in a a CTOC show right now, which is Children's Theater Charleston, where we all have met. That is our main theater. Old. (laughs) Old. Normally, I would be in there, but I've recently graduated, and I've started. This is going to be a big topic we talk about on podcasts, but it is just, which is how we got to balance doing theater with other life obligations. Cause with us being in West Virginia, we're not in Hollywood. 
We don't get paid for what we yeah, do. It's... It is all just volunteer work. Mm-hmm. Did you have something to say not over there, Robert? Yeah, I said we're not in Hollywood yet. Yes, yet. that's right. This yep. is the start of that. <laughs> yeah. So after we all graduate, we are going to hop into a van and drive all the way to L.A., and we're going to be stars. Yeah. yeah. We're going to be the main characters of Angry Birds 3. Oh, my God. Angry Birds Are they making Angry Birds 3? I have no clue. Not yet. <laughs> They're waiting for us. We'll be like we'll be like a Goodwill Hunting, but it's like a ripoff. So it's like, uh, amazing, Bill, chasing. What was that song they played in the yeah. first one? It was like, no one knows what it's like, something like that. Oh yeah. <laughs> what? Jesus. So, so the red bird was like ostracized, like from everyone else, because he's always he's got an anger problem, right? And I actually do yeah. like some of the commentary it brings on like anger management. Because that is mm-hmm. like a real thing, like like the way the therapy is in our society, and how everyone just doesn't like him because he's just got a short fuse, and like he can't handle everyone else, which I feel like is something we all go through when, especially mm-hmm. you're in that um adolescent stage, you just get, you start hating everything. You go through that, you know, I guess they call it the emo phase or whatever. Ethan, you're so mm-hmm. old. Uh, <laughs> I think um, those uh, kids are calling it an uh, Well, I'm 18, so I'm technically not a child anymore. Yeah. I'm just, like, uh, acting. But you're, not, but you're not 70 either. Well, I put in... You think I should update, <laughs> it to, update it to 70? Because in the description, I have, like, a 60-year-old in a teenage body. <laughs> um, exactly. One of my musical You're just directors. like the uh, red birds surrounded by yeah, you're just like red. You're just like red. <laughs> um, I'm but... not just like red. I, I my anger management has gotten a lot better. You haven't seen it's me cross out a single person at CTOC. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> but um, uh, you think? Gonna... You th- yeah, go ahead, Elijah. I was going to say my musical. Uh, one of my old musical directors called me a 40-year-old man and I was, like, in a teenager's body, right? And they're just like, how many <laughs> like, health issues do you have? And I'm like, okay, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Maverick, would you mind if I talked yeah. about your brother on this podcast? Oh, uh, go ahead. He's awake right now. He's, in... <laughs> He's right over here. You might All hear right. him scream. Well, I almost got mad at him one time. Uh, it was during the King of Little Things. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm. So, this is... and I, actually, I wonder who could ever get mad at him. <laughs> well, this was... I felt like it was pretty justified. And it was actually Jacob who, had, who like, calmed me down and, like, pulled me out. Because, Blake... Because there was, um... Like... Because you know how they got adults, like, there to, like... Even though this is a show directed by a teenager, they still have, like, adults there to, like, watch us, make sure we're not doing anything stupid. Yeah. So with that being the case, I tried to behave a bit more. Like I'm still joking around and stuff, but I, but, but like I'm still trying to behave myself because I don't want him to, you know, give Ellie, who was the director, like a bad, you know, I don't want to give off the impression that she's not in control. If that makes sense, mm-hmm. if she's in control yeah. of the situation of just you know directing a bunch of you know teenagers and whatnot. But anyways, so Blake, um, while an adult, is literally right next to him. Uh, he says that this girl is a quote-unquote hoe. 
Oh Dang. my god. Yeah, and I was like, Blake, you can't say that. Like, if we were just out and about, <laughs> if we were out and about, oh my god. If we were just yeah, out, like, hanging out and whatever, he could say every cuss I word. That. I wouldn't care. But when there's an adult <laughs> right next to you, don't you think that maybe you should just like not say that word? And yeah. also not talk about somebody like that in general. Yeah. Well, yeah. We're we're respectable young men. Yeah. Well, well especially loaded. right in front of a doll. And I guess. Ethan. And Ethan. Oh Jesus. I'm very respectable. Thank you very much. He's a respectable old man. Oh, God. But um, I think the one time I slipped up at Children's Theater was we were doing notes for a trip. The one time? The one time. That is the end of it. one time only. Apparently. This is my story. We were doing Treasure Island. I think you were not there Ethan, I don't remember, but probably having a um, heart attack, which is another story we'll get into later. <laughs> probably, probably. Old man. In, oh, in no. oh, oh, <laughs> anyway, anyway, it's my story, not yours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. keep going, keep going, keep going. So, we were uh, doing notes, and they were like, they were talking about like this is some like bar or probably not a bar, probably just like a restaurant. And I was like, it's not a brothel, like because I did not like register that were that there were like five year olds in the room. Um. Uh... And then I saw uh, two people in front of me. Uh, they both like turned around, and they were just like, Elijah. <laughs> and the funny thing is that the directors weren't mad. <laughs> they were just they just kind of laughed. <laughs> it sounds about right. Well, the directors, I think, were just so engulfed with just so many little kids. They needed, like, any chance to laugh that they could. Yeah. Because the, <laughs> that True. show should have just been called Babysitting because that's True. literally what it was. If they didn't have me, you, and a few other people I don't want to mention because they may not, you know, want us to talk about them on the podcast. Not you, Maverick. You were a, you were a coward. I wasn't yeah. even in it. <laughs> yeah. Here, speaking of we're which, I was going to save this that. for later. But how come you're over here doing a, a, a fall show, Aladdin, but you were too cool? Were you just too cool to come out for Treasure Island a year ago? No, it's just back then I was actually really good at soccer. Now I'm fat. <laughs> <laughs> Are you still playing? Yeah, I'm still playing. Okay, well, like you made it sound like I can were. run fast for a fat guy. I'm just saying. <laughs> oh, that that's that's another topic we'll get into in another episode. Is like obesity and how. Yeah. And so how I have for, been... for the audience listening, we will not only be talking about you know personal story or yeah personal stories about theater and our funny experiences. We'll also just talk about anything really like we'll talk about you know things going on in the world we'll try to be as apolitical as possible um but we may have some guest speakers on that may not but yes. we'll, we'll talk about basically anything and everything about our lives you know when i will we'll always try to keep it somewhat connected to theater if we can for the most part. yes yeah we, i think one of these days totally I should... good. Elon Musk in here. yeah oh, I, feel like... <laughs> I feel like i should bring on a few uh GSA friends that I know of, and we could talk about that for an episode. Well, actually, I have oh, a uh, someone that's actually uh, you know you know Ben Armstead, if y'all remember yes. him. 
No, I forgot him. I've only acted with him since I was like five. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Oh yeah, who's that? Apologize. <laughs> well, he he wants to come on the podcast and just talk about you know his experiences and and whatnot. But he's actually working on his uh, doctorate degree right now. That's his plan. He wants nice. to go. He wants to be like not only get his master's, um, but also get his doctorate's degree. So. Ben Ben is moving up in the world. I'm happy for him. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, was... we gotta get hurt and come see him sometime. Yeah, he's lucky that. <laughs> I mean, he got, he was so smart. I mean, he, you got to understand about Ben is that while the only thing he did like during middle school and high school, he did CTOC shows and he studied. That was it, right? He had no, to my knowledge, he had no other like really thing he really did with this time. Yeah, he had a social life and whatnot. But because of that, he was able to land so many, and he goes to an out of state school on top of that. But because mm-hmm. of his major being oh marine biology, gosh. Uh, they don't offer that in any in-state school here in West Virginia. So because of that, he got in-state tuition over there. And on top of that, he was able to score every scholarship under the sun because he was just very smart. He took all honors and AP classes. He, he yep. actually got to skip a bunch uh-huh. of classes because uh, I'll tell I mean, I'll tell you all this. But um, if you all are taking like um, AP literature or AP Lang, they um, even if you don't pass the AP exam, that still counts as college English. Yeah, pretty much. And there's also like college algebra as well, which if you take that, um, you don't have to take the the class in college either. Like there's so many credits you can get, um, that will set you up to being like considered even a sophomore at college, per se. Yeah. That's a uh, a more uh other stuff we'll talk about later it's like one of the one of the uh, i think the next episode for sure will definitely be about theater degrees we're going to talk about why i have a bit of a bit of a bit of a problem with those <laughs> you're a problem we also have a, another co-host that unfortunately couldn't make it right now jacob um jacob. we yeah. love jacob and if any of y'all are concerned about how i described them in the description he was totally okay with it so <laughs> yes. He, yes. Ethan asked everybody, like, how, you know, to be like, here's a description. Are you okay with this? Except for me. Yes, I did. <laughs> I know. I'm, you're not supposed to say that, Ethan. Sorry. Sorry okay. Yes. But yeah, Ethan was very accurate with uh, our descriptions. Very funny. I mean, we're all just stereotypes. Literally, yeah, we're all are. genuine. <laughs> you go to a theater. Like they say, oh, this is—it's different people of all different, you know, you know, race, color, you know, everything, different mindset, and I'm just like, yeah, but they're theater kids. Like you can just tell, right? <laughs> yeah, it's like uh, whenever I went to GSA, you could tell like who was the theater kids and who weren't. Mm-hmm. And it's it was it was hilarious. It was it was funny. I really. I need to bring on like a list of kids and me be the host for that day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, because it's it was it's an interdisciplinary school, so you know, it's 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 a very neat opportunity. If anybody here uh, is next year going to be a rising junior, definitely look into Governor's School of the Arts. Absolutely. Like uh, if, if you if if someone out there, like if you're in West Virginia right now. And even if you're just like in another state, even look up something re- regard something or some equivalent to Governor's School of the Arts for uh you know like like Elijah saying rising juniors 
because <laughs> if you're like serious about trying to make money in you know the art field, you gotta be at the top of your game. And Governor School of the Arts, uh, not sponsored, is definitely <laughs> definitely uh, the the place to go to because you always gotta be uh, learning new new things one after the other, especially when you're trying to make money in this uh, being a, doing theater. Yes, and another thing, it is completely free. It is paid for 100% by the state. Mm-hmm. So if you're worried about costs, about you know living costs, food costs, all of that is paid for by... Don't you need to audition there? Huh? You need to yeah. audition or something, right? Yeah, you yeah, need to audition, but it's not like you just sign up and they take, you know, whoever. You have to audition. You have to be good at what you do. You have to have, like, some talent and whatnot. Also a resume as well. Like, you got to have, like, some creative things you've done before. That's that's not entirely true. That's not true. Is it not? No, a few people there had, like, no resumes. For real? Yeah, they've had, like, they've had basic training. They've been in, like, two shows whenever they were younger. That counts? I'm talking to someone that's done nothing. That that their grandma or mommy or whatever... Just yeah, we're like, oh hey, care about Governor School of the Arts, and you should just do it because you're perfect yeah. in every way, even though you haven't done anything with your life and you're yeah. <laughs> already a rising yeah. junior. But also, it's not like it's not just you know theater. It's instrumental music, voice music, studio art, uh, mm-hmm. visual art, um, creative writing, all the and dancing. And there's also for rising seniors, uh, Governor Honors Academy. And there are other governor's school types in just the arts. Uh, and they're in different states, too. It's a very good opportunity. It looks amazing on a resume for a scholarship. I cannot stress enough. Just do it. We're, this is the oh, first episode. We already got Canada. sponsors right now. We do. We're already we need, acting we need, like we got sponsors. We need the sponsor. Not sponsored, by the way. But we stop clapping. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm just saying... We could do a lemonade stand, and that is a great sponsor. Yeah. Yo, I read something the other day that some girl, like a couple of girls or whatever, put up a lemonade stand, and uh-huh. the police came and shut it down because they didn't I, have I a license or whatever. Too. I heard can't believe too. they do that without a license. How dare yeah, they? How dare they? We're professionals. <laughs> That is everything you need exactly. a license. Exactly. Leave selling lemonade to the professionals or get a license. In a hundred yeah. years, we're going to need a license to breathe. <laughs> Ethan, Ethan, I promise you wouldn't be radical. There's paperwork Ethan. to use oxygen. Yeah, you got to fill out some paperwork out of the womb. Oh my gosh, you're so right. It seems oxygen. like when you're born, your parents got to fill out paperwork for you to breathe. Before, oh my gosh. Before China, like... They had their um clean the environment program they got now. Um, I don't know Ethan's if this is still a political. problem. Oh uh, my god, if you clap one more time, they well, <laughs> he said China is getting political. Oh no, <laughs> well, I, I don't, I'm, I, I'm not versed on the exact situation, but I think before they had like a lot more of the environmental, um, they started caring more about the environment. At one point, there were people that were just buying like all the fresh air like because they were they had to get like some kind of like hazmat some kind of suit or whatever and had to like wear it around i'm not sure if that's true or not oh my gosh Mm -hmm. yeah at some point if we pollute you know the world enough that eventually it's just gonna be all the rich people get all the nice air yeah we're complaining about like wildfires in canada for four days we're like ah the air pollution is in the yellow 
Oh no, we can't go outside, guys. Also, question. Have either of you heard of the uh, Japanese organization of Bleach Japan? Bleach Japan? <laughs> I've never it's, heard of it. It was a... Bleach Japan. They were... They were, uh, they were, like, uh, they're a super right-wing, you know, Puritan, xenophobic organization. They were a terrible organization. I'm not saying, like, if you're right-wing, you're terrible. No, I'm not saying that, obviously. But, like, it's trying to get rid of, like, morally gray areas, like, um, they targeted sex workers, foreigners, and the homeless. So, um... Allegedly. We're already first episode for getting into politics, and all I mentioned was another country. You're the one over here mentioning right right people to the right and everything. All I did was mention another country. And also, yeah. um, And also, the funny thing about this, it's not real. I just read you the wiki from a Yakuza game. Oh. (laughs) Trolled. You've been fooled. If you clap. I gave you a clap for that one. One more time. <laughs> I didn't... Okay, so for the people listening, we're using Jitsi to record this. We're probably going to switch to something more sustainable. Oh you done? <laughs> anyway, I don't know if, I don't know if they're going to be picking up the audio, but uh, apparently you can clap in these voice calls. So... Oh, yeah, and you can do it more annoying. than annoying. Where do you go to clap at, though? Here, hit the three dots down in the bottom corner. Okay. And, and then you click. can uh, use emojis, and then after clicking on the emojis, you can clap like this. Where do this. you click emojis? Wait, you're on the phone, that's why. Oh, yeah, it's just at the bottom okay. of the screen. Okay, yeah, that's, that's why. I can raise my hand. Look at that. Oh, Jesus. Also. You've never even used off. it before, and you're already, like, figuring out all the little things about it. Oh, if, stop, exactly. stop, stop, stop. Elijah's <laughs> <laughs> getting stop. genuinely mad. Anyway, we got so off topic. So, <laughs> what what was the topic? We, oh, oh, oh want, right, right. Coming out nah, as a thing, right? So I'm going to yeah. give it over to Elijah here. So just tell oh. – uh, he's been acting longer than me and Maverick put together. So he's going to tell you that story uh, coming up here next. So go ahead, Elijah. Yes, I'm the stereotypical queer uh, actor. Um, I first got introduced to theater – Whenever I was three years old, I went to Disney World, and there's this attraction. It's a dinner, and they, like, call people on stage, and they do a little thing. But I was chosen, and that, like, sparked my creativity. <laughs> uh, the, audience can't, the audience can't see this, but Maverick just figured out, like, how to put a gif in the uh, chat. <laughs> And it was this really funny thing, and it completely distracted Elijah, so... My story! <laughs> I didn't know that was a thing. That's my bad. Keep going. Keep Go on. ahead, Elijah. But that, like, sparked my interest in, you know, public performing, <laughs> acting, pretending to be other people. So I took a class down at the Alban in St. Albans, not sponsored. Um, and I'd just been doing it ever since. I was, like, four or five whenever I took that class, and I've been doing it. mostly every year since then so yeah um if you're not a theater kid you should be uh you can join our little cult here at uh, west virginia (laughs) Uh, Virginia. i have just been informed i'm not allowed to use the term cult 
We are a not. <laughs> we are an organization <laughs> that has a very strict way of thinking. And beautiful. Oh my. Anyway, Maverick, Just you want to applause? So I I met Elijah. I met him. It was my second show ever, and it was Charlotte's, Charlotte's Web. Web. Yes, and yeah. he was the main character, Wilbur. Which I believe. Did you say that Charlotte's Web was your favorite show? Is that still true? It, no, I think my favorite show is either, um, it's either King of Little Things or Best Christmas Pageant Ever. The reason it's uh, King of Little Things and Christmas Pageant because he got to play the villain. He always yeah. plays the villain. That, that's... <laughs> Those are... In this in this one in Atlanta, I was so surprised I wasn't Yeah, too I was far. about to say Atlanta. Who is too far? I don't know if Adrian. we can drop him. No, no, don't uh, yeah, say his name, but like, is is it um, is it? I mean, describe him. Like, is it a tall, like, skinny person, or is no? He was he was in Greece. Um, okay. I'll show you a pic. I'll show you a picture of him. But he's very talented. He's very good. Yeah. So is the guy that was in a, that's playing Aladdin right now. He was in Greece. Yes, as well. we got a lot yes. of people from Greece. Uh, which yes, is, yeah, audience that doesn't know, Greece was a show that the Guild did. and It was probably one of like the most successful show. It's a. It tends to be like whenever the Charleston Light Opera Guild, which is another theater company that's not affiliated with CTOC or the Albin or the other theaters we talk about, um, the the Charleston Light Opera Guild recently did did a show called Greece. Um, which you can look that up, you know, the, it's a famous musical, whatever. And, and every time it typically does that show, it is very successful. Mm-hmm. And Most like, yeah. Maverick was in it, actually, and literally the day after it ended, he had to come to rehearsal for Aladdin. So that's something else. <laughs> the grind never stops yeah. when but you're that, doing shows. That reminds me of the time we, it was like from Never Ending Story until like King of Little Things. Oh man, yeah. You you did that like long stretch with me too. Yeah, yeah. It was me, you, <laughs> and uh, someone else that I'm not sure they're comfortable uh, name dropping. But yeah, yeah it was and... it was um, it was never ending story, and then it was Christmas pageant, James and the Giant Peach, and Beauty and the Beast all back to back. Oh, and then and... King of Little Things. King it was all things. back yep. to back to back. And I'm actually regretting this now. I, I really wish I would have done Footloose or The Guild, which would have extended that stretch of doing shows. But I decided not – I wussed out of it just because I was tired. I kind of – I don't know if I could have done that one since I cannot dance. That is my one and only flaw um, is that I cannot dance. I'm well, joking. Well, I mean you I'm learned joking. to dance. I mean I, I couldn't sing – like. That's another thing is like you got people that um a lot of theater kids or a, a group of theater kids vast majority of theater kids do musicals right and they got a subsection yep. that just do straight plays I highly recommend anyone in doing just community theater to do musicals on top of the normal shows just because musicals tend to be you get a lot more not only exposure that way but they tend to be in my experience I found them more fun to do. You know, exactly. I, I wasn't a singer and dancer until I did theater, and I just learned. I learned how to do. It. Like I was, I'm never gonna be that great. I, I never learned how to be a great dancer. But you know, you had the saying, "You fake it till you make it." Yeah, it's like I, if somebody is like tells me one day in one rehearsal, "Hey, do this dance maneuver," I'm not probably not going to learn it unless it's very simple. 
Mm-hmm. But, like, but given... you just do it the best you can. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember in a Beauty and the Beast to be in Maverick. Um, we in the the Gaston song and Gaston. <laughs> oh yeah. We were the only two people not dancing. I wasn't either. Oh, that's right. But but we're better. So sure. Um, <laughs> he got, got singled out too for not dancing, and I was like, "Director, you didn't tell me what to do." <laughs> yeah, but we were sitting. We were we were the bar owners. We were the bartenders. Mm-hmm. And the funny thing is, is earlier in the show, I'm the bookseller, so I had this like giant lore with Maverick. It's like, <laughs> it's like my my. I, I used to sell bread. <laughs> yeah, you sell bread. <laughs> Actually, no that that role got shifted over to Ethan. Yeah, exactly. I used to sell bread. Right, he got he got oh. fired from his baker job, and he became. <laughs> No, okay, my, let me tell the story, because this is, this is, so me and Maverick did not meet, or I don't think, you didn't even meet Maverick, did you, Elijah, until we being the Beast, right? We did, we did we, meet, we met, uh, but, it was uh, very brief. yeah, we didn't really know each other. Okay. Yeah, it was very brief, it was like a, hey, hey, yeah. okay, bye. Well, Beauty and the Beast yeah. is where I met Maverick, and during the rehearsal process, uh, not only at the very beginning, we had a bunch of people drop out of the show. Um, definitely not as much as we're going to get into later shows we're talking about. But, uh, well, eventually they got real sick of people not saying their line loud, loud enough and not singing loud. And another, this is how I descri- described Maverick is especially. I had a mask on, though. Remember, I had a mask on. Uh, excuse me. Be silent. When I first oh met gosh. Maverick, he was so quiet, and I was always, like, trying to get him out of my shell because I was very quiet at one point. I still, in some cases, can be, but I was always trying to get people out of their shell, and I really, and I, and especially after hearing that Maverick was an Eagle Scout, which that's another story. But anyways, I'm getting <laughs> more and more off topic as I talk, but anyways, we were doing the bell scene. It was, like, the third day of rehearsing the bell scene, and the way uh, the director set up the show is we didn't really have... A lot of practice with that scene in particular it was more just we had to you know know all of our blocking and all the singing parts you know right off the gate like i think the first time we did it we had like a month until we were about to rehearse it again so mm-hmm. so with that you had a bunch of especially little kids not being able to sing out loud enough and unfortunately uh our wonderful music director um i don't know if we're gonna name drop him or not but uh He's a, he was a, he's one of the best music directors that we have all ever worked with, and unfortunately, he did have to switch people's roles around. Now, before that happened, though, uh, at the very opening scene of Beauty and the Beast, there is uh, where Belle says hi to the uh, was it, yeah it was the uh, bread bread maker right the baker yeah the baker, the baker. you can't the even remember the, the role I, know. I got ripped right out of my hands yeah so. Uh, director Kelly um, just keeps telling Maverick, like, you gotta say your line louder, and he doesn't, right? I do! I did! I said it, like, a tiny bit louder. Yeah, well, it wasn't good enough, because Um, it gets to the point, and Kelly just, I'm in the back, uh, also during this as well, she just looks up and goes, Ethan, can you read the baker? And everybody gets quiet. Everybody got quiet. And at this point, 
I've met Maverick, I've talked to him, and I don't want to, like, you know, take his role or nothing, but I, I was so shocked she asked me that, I was just like, I can. Uh, <laughs> I can, I will. And you, right Maverick. after that, they started taking people singing parts away and giving them to people that would sing out, so. Yeah. Yeah. They never gave one to me, and I'm sad. You had a whole scene with Belle, I don't want to hear it. I had, like, three <laughs> lines. That's more than what I, I had. I had four lines, and then I got ripped away. <laughs> so that's gonna I be wasn't funny, mad yeah. though, actually. You were I was made, I was a tiny bit upset that Kelly took away the tiny bit that she had given me. But if it was some random like little kid, I would have probably been so mad. But because it was you, I was like a lot less mad. Okay. Because well, I, I did understand, yeah. I wasn't really speaking out loud enough. So I, I made like, an yeah, effort to try to like be nice to you and like try to like bring you into the circle. Cause I was really good friends with Blake, so I was like, oh, I've, I got to become friends with his brother, right? So I got this, I got the whole family <laughs> in my pocket, right? <laughs> if we have your money, pocket. you know who to go to. So, so you're gonna hear a, so for the audience listening, you're gonna hear a a, a joke about uh, me taking Maverick's job because um, that is how like the first show we ever did, and literally just like a like probably within like a week of seeing each other, of I'd had already, you know, taken something from him. So that's just a funny joke you'll see us you know later in the podcast talking about. But um, getting back to uh you know what it, starting out in theater, Maverick as I I mentioned before he, he uh. I met him in Beauty and the Beast, and Elijah and Maverick, they met briefly. Elijah met him briefly. Well, we kind of met at the end of the greatest Christmas pageant ever, technically. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, yeah, yeah, we did, because you helped uh, carry all the heavy uh, audio equipment. Yeah, right, I, I was doing Star yeah. Grands, but I couldn't yeah, be in it. I, I can't remember what. So, um, think... so if, in the description, you'll read that, uh, Maverick uh, is an Eagle Scout in disguise because you'd never – I when I first met him, I never thought he'd be an Eagle Scout. But that's just part of life. You know, you get surprised. So, Maverick, uh, go ahead and uh, tell us how you got into theater, which is actually pretty funny. So, Yeah, all right. So, my boy, uh, I, I guess we're not name-dropping, I guess. but you already name-dropped him. Oh, okay. Anyway, so Isaiah, one of my bestest of all friends of oh, all time. Oh, wait, we were wait, like four wait, years old. Maverick, I meant Blake. I thought you were referring to Blake. You're like, a nerd. <laughs> okay, okay. Isaiah doesn't care. He he's all over the place. He just oh no, he doesn't. I mean, we say him on my YouTube channel. Oh, time, then so yeah, okay, nerd. yeah. Anyways, anyways. Sorry. So he, I saw him doing Madagascar and Elf and stuff and so he wanted blake and i to do frozen with him and blake was like all right i guess i'm a bit nervous for it and i was like oh heck no blake you can go ahead and then blake was like i'll pay you five dollars i was like oh absolutely <laughs> so i did an entire show that i didn't want to do for five dollars and that's how they get you <laughs> yeah and then that that's pretty much how it started, and then he paid me fifteen dollars to do Willy Wonka, also a show with Isaiah and Blake with the school, and that oh my that, gosh, actually. I love Willy Wonka. I saw that actually. I remember. Yeah, I, saw, you did? Wait, I think I did. Uh, it was the horse. That was one of the horse man. 
Oh, never mind. Mm. Sorry. It was different Willy Wonka. Sorry. The one it had with a kid the... that looked like Isaiah in it, though, I will say. <laughs> oh, maybe, maybe. Uh, but, yeah, it was amazing. And so I did that. And then I tried out for Mary Poppins. Didn't get it. And then I was like, oh, well. And I just didn't try to do theater again until Beauty and the Beast. And then I did uh, the other shows and whatnot. And then, yeah. But my first show is Frozen Junior. Nice. That's that's cool you mentioned um, how uh, you mentioned because you saw the shows that Isaiah was doing because I was a part of all those shows, actually. Oh, you know, uh, yeah. Did you see Madagascar and Elf Jr.? Yeah, you I was were. The, uh, the I, was, I was the cop in Elf Jr. and I was uh, the penguin in Madagascar, so. Yeah, but there's also four pink. <laughs> <laughs> I also. I think I just saw Madagascar. I don't think I saw Elf. Elf, Elf, was, uh, Elf was actually the whole reason I got back into theater because I remember because I love the movie one I love Will Ferrell and I, I didn't want to play you know Buddy because um, you know obviously I I don't I'm not I don't I don't think I'd be a good fit per se but um, I did just want to be in it like a part of it I wanted to have that on my resume that I did Elf Junior so I did Charlotte's Web <clears throat> I did Charlotte's Web. In order to, to like, because I hadn't done a show for a year at that point, I did it to kind of like get back into the swing of it. And after I did that, I tried out and got into Elf Junior. So that's that's cool. It's like a roundabout way kind of a thing that like we're all. Um, yes. Um, yeah, we've been watching each other's shows for years. Yeah, yeah. we just never met. Like, we've always just been in the presence of one another, but we've never just formally met until just a year ago, which, a little yeah. over a year ago now, which is crazy to think about, because it feels like we've been friends for years, but we haven't. Oh. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You did tech for, like, Frozen. Yeah, yeah, you, um, you saw me, like, you walking were around really. there and hanging out with Ben and, yeah. you know, Debbie <laughs> screaming about a cape. Oh, yeah, the cape. Oh, my gosh, the cape. Do you know what oh. happened to that? A cape just randomly fell in the middle of the scene. What? Well, I didn't, even, no, I didn't notice. Yeah. I didn't notice. I doubt the audience noticed. But um, oh, it was right in the middle of the scene. I didn't notice. And I, I went I went to, like, congratulate everybody. And then Debbie just comes in and screams at everyone about a cape. And I was like, oh, my gosh, thank God she's not screaming at me. <laughs> Literally, that's kind of yeah. That's what I was thinking at the time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> of, of another uh, show that uh, Maverick was in, and Ethan did tech, and I was also in was Rudolph. Oh yeah. It was also directed by Debbie, and it was also in the winter. Um, <laughs> I know coincidences. That's a story. That's a story for another time. That's a story you, for another time. I think we should just have Blake. We should guest star Blake on that podcast just to talk about. Oh, uh, yeah. we should. <laughs> but I, I'd like to talk about uh, Rudolph just in in brief. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Uh, um, that is a very good show. I really enjoyed it. Oh, but one yeah. thing I one I talked to my friend about it, and he was like, "Man, I really did not enjoy that show." And I was like, what? what? And I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> and he was like, the reason is because of the director. And I was like, no. What? That can't be. How right. do you not like a show because of the director? Yeah. I mean, like, is, is it a personal thing or is it just the way she directed the show, per se? I, I honestly, I'm, I don't know the whole story, but I remember hearing that and I was like, what? 
Because, <laughs> you know, of 90% of the people that I talked to who saw the show, they were like, man, this show is amazing. Yeah, um, like it's, uh, it's also a children's <laughs> show. Like, you can't expect, like, Grease level, you know. Yeah, you can't. You can't expect yeah. from yeah, a yeah, it's, it's, it's it to be as good as me. little kids, right? It's not meant for like you know the macho, the macho teenagers that think they know everything. That yeah. it's not made for them. I mean, you just go <clears> and hey, see it. You enjoy it for what it is. Yeah. Also, yeah. Uh, I think the only show in recent years that I've been in that hasn't included uh, either of these two was Children of Eden at the Alban. Oh that yeah. Was, <laughs> that was very recently. Um, that was a show that I had a major blast in. It was so good. Um, yeah, I, and I'm excited to uh, one of one of the the assistant director who, uh, well, I know at least me and Ethan know and love, but uh, I don't think Maverick does. Knows her. Maverick's um, never had the the privilege of working with the amazing and talented. And best director I've Elijah is it the best director you've ever worked with as well. Absolutely. Yeah, um, we're gonna go ahead and say her name. We just hope she doesn't mind. Uh, Leah Turley. She is. Yes, and, uh, and Mariah Plant. They're both amazing. Yes, they too. are amazing directors. Um, if you are in West Virginia and you're listening, if you have a chance to do a show with them, I absolutely would. Even if it's just one and you never do it again, it is it is like an experience like no other. Uh, yes. A couple things before we wrap up here is that, or regarding that, is um one of the things that a show definitely needs to be successful is not. I know people say a great director, but also they need leadership coming from that director. Mm-hmm. Um, a show we're going to talk about later on, a uh, Wizard of Oz, I think especially lacked a lot of leadership. Not necessarily because it was the fault of the director, but just because of the situ of the circumstances that were going on. But Leadership is very important in theater. It's important in almost a- everything you do, I-, I think, personally. Mm-hmm. Yes. And without without good leadership, um, you're going to do shows that you – I think that is a lot of the reason people do shows they don't really want to do is when you there is a lack of central leadership, per se. Yes. I have a few uh, not amazing – stop clapping. It was for that amazing speech. I know, but I uh, I want to work with this theater company again, but I'm just going to say I don't have a lot of overwhelmingly positive things to say about uh, Wizard of Oz. Not that it was a bad show. Um, We're gonna, that's that's not, for another episode, uh, I think. Yeah, yeah start take, please, that's a whole another episode. Story in and yeah, but I'm, I'm just going to say, like, I didn't have the greatest experience. Um, on stage, I had a pretty good experience, but backstage there were a lot of there was a lot of infighting. Yeah, that's, like, that's a very good. Point. That's that's something we're gonna talk point. about too. Is like how to um how to handle the. Or I want I want to at least. It's like how we're gonna give advice on like how to handle certain situations because unfortunately with theater, um, comes the drama, right? You know, every mm-hmm. especially with even if it's not. Yeah. I think in general our generation. Jeez, uh, I I'm starting to hear it now. I do sound really old. Our generation is all about the drama. It's all yeah. about the oh, drama. Yeah, we titled that episode Drama and Drama. Yeah, for <laughs> real. I think we just might. Uh, because you gotta... You know, if you're listening right now and 
you know, you're worried about some high school drama or some middle school drama or just, you know, then do you, be worried. Any, any like activity you do type drama, understand that within a month or two months, nobody's going to care. Once you graduate yeah. high school, nobody cares. It's over. Yeah. No one's yeah. anyone that still talks about drama in high school clearly did not do a whole lot in high school except just, you know, whine and complain and just whatever. There's there's a quote from Leah Shirley. Well, oh, really? I, What's the quote? Uh, while I was in GSA, she taught there three times. And um, one of them, she was talking about, you know, drama within the theater. And she was like, this is just for teenage stuff in general. It's like, um, if if you think people go to sleep resenting you, you're either lying to yourself or you're stupid. Yeah. Amen. And I cannot uh, agree more. This is a beautiful point. I knew you were going to do it. <laughs> uh, any last words? Uh see this podcast hey, yes, I'm, money. I'm, I'm gonna come find you uh th- thank you all uh so much for listening in and the uh i know plan on doing uh, in terms of like an upload schedule we try to plan on doing we we got we're you know we got busy schedules i'm going to college these two are still in high school uh they're doing shows and whatnot i got work and whatnot so our upload schedule will probably try to keep it about oh one a week May not be the same day every week, but we will do our best that, like, at least at one point in the day, we will be, um, uh, you know, uploading a podcast. Also, you might catch us live streaming every now and again of us just, you know, playing video games and talking and whatnot, mm-hmm. right? Minecraft That'd probably stream. be the best. Uh, Maverick charity stream. Maverick gets to charity our pockets. Wait, and, <laughs> and pocketbooks and purses and satchels. In the description, I've linked uh, Maverick's YouTube channel. If you want to go che- uh, check it out, oh, you did. Thank if you. If you're a fan of, if you're a fan of Minecraft and that kind, and you know Skyblock and Skywars, you know you'll you'll catch him over there. And you, you know, should definitely some plug, kids, quote unquote. You should plug just, my YouTube channel as well. Yes, I need to add that. Because I didn't if plug you, your Instagram. I, I plugged your Instagram. I didn't plug your. Uh, I didn't realize you had a YouTube channel. Yes. Um. If you enjoy uh the Soul series, if you enjoy Elden Ring, if you enjoy horror games, if you, it's it's a very all encompassing. It's not just Minecraft. It is the all encompassing version of seeing me suffer. Everybody well, subscribe to Serpup King. Everybody get subscribe. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I plan on making a uh, podcast-affiliated uh, Instagram account, which all that's really going to be is just us posting, like, if a, when a podcast episode is going to be uh, releasing. And the guest I... stars, and the hosts, and, and stuff. But uh, thank you all for listening, and we all hope that you all are doing the best you can, and uh, never give up out there, you know, all the wishy-washy motivational stuff, and uh, we hope yes. that you all, whether it's day, night, middle of the day you have a you have a good one so and also uh real talk i'm going to say this at the end of every podcast real talk sometimes your uh, mental health is just as important as your physical health or more important or more important any last words maverick that's elijah's last word what's yours last word oh you're right i gotta make this good wait a second i got last words uh don't be a nerd all right maverick already failed and pay me. Have a good one, everyone.